Hello and welcome to Open All Ours, the QPR podcast. I'm David Fraser. We have a, the fullest of full houses tonight. We've we've got five of us chewing the fat. Is that a phrase that people use? Chewing the fat over Queen's Park Rangers, our last two games, and anything else that needs talking about about this wonderful club of ours. We have the 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 four founders. So there's me. There's to my left is Chris Mendez from ITV Sport. Hello. There is Chris Charles from BT Sport finishing a hobnob. <laughs> yeah, I'm not chewing the fat. I'm chewing a hobnob. Um, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, not chewing a hobnob because, of course, they contain gluten, <laughs> which is a discussion <laughs> nice. just before coming on air that we've just had. We've just, I mean, if people could hear us, I think we were talking about a bake. There's a bakery called Artisan Bakery in Islington that serves gluten free fish and chips, Paul. And then we press record and now we talk about football. Paul Finney. Welcome. And I'll tell you another thing. Pe- pe- <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> We shouldn't give free advertising in the podcast. We should charge them, people, and they should buy us drinks. You should pay us and buy us drinks, artisan bakery. I said there's gluten-free Cornish pasties. I would love a gluten-free Cornish pasty. Anyway, carry on. That sounds good. It does, doesn't it? That does sound yeah. good. Yeah. You could just get a normal one, though. I mean, I could. Don't, yes. 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 Don't sit near me for a while. Anyway, crack on. How Sorry. much would it improve your match day experience at QPR if they served gluten-free hot dogs? Oh, Jesus. It'd be like, it'd be like watching Brazil with nice food. It would improve it immensely. <laughs> well, QPR could be Brazilian on the pitch with their sleeky skills and their wonderfulness, and then to have like gluten-free food and hot dogs and ah, uh, be what heaven. Do you, what food do you buy then at the football? I don't. I haven't brought anything at QPR for. for I used to buy Lily some chips, but that when she goes, but I, I don't really have anything at QPR. Right. I mean, there's people around me that tell me I'm very, very lucky. <laughs> um, we also have a fifth man in the studio today um, fifth wheel the fifth beetle <laughs> the fifth beetle indeed um, we're inducting him into the open all Isles club yes because uh, this is must be your fifth uh, appearance maybe more so something like first that. this season yeah um, I'm saying nothing editor of kick magazine yes QPR author yeah st- that's that? still around somewhere yeah and host of uh, Alive and Kicking the 90s football podcast Ash Rose hello good to be hello. back hello I have just learned they do gluten free baked bed bread as well so where uh, artisan bakery <laughs> no uh, Sain- did you say Sainsbury's I mean other good supermarkets are available but well, but welcome, don't do the gluten-free welcome yeah. to Celiac Park Rangers <laughs> that is our title there <laughs> yeah, we um, go and I must episode. say, the hot dogs at Rangers aren't that bad. They roll over, aren't they, still? Yeah, so they just come in a packet. Don't yeah, they're right. Is the food at QPR sensibly priced? No. no. Food and drink? No. 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 But what no. football ground is? Yeah. Why is that? Why, why is that, do you think? Because they can't leave the stadium to buy food anywhere else, so they know but that it, you have to get food there if, you want, if you're hungry. Yeah. Once you're locked in. What, what, should, what should football clubs do to improve this? Because there's always a question we ask the fans' forms and people say, oh, there's much more important things to worry about. And there is. Selection as well. I mean, you can't, you can barely get a um, chia seed and quinoa salad at any football <laughs> ground these days. I, I feel you appeal. No, but, <laughs> but surely if the club sold things that people would want. A deli. Maybe they should money. have a full-on deli that you can go and get a sandwich. Then they play for Spurs. I think Spurs, <laughs> I, Spurs do sell um, 
bagels. I've had them before at Spurs. Cream cheese, smoked salmon and cream cheese bagels. Now, obviously, they have a, a quite a big Jewish following, which you can sort of add your own stereotype So has here. QPR. But it was quite a nice change mm. um, to have it there. Well, we've got like... They, they used to have years... It's the last time I said about it. Years and years and years ago, they did an experiment in the lower loft where they had... Um, ba- uh, not bagels. They had um, baquettes with bacon for people. And oh, wow. Like, what it, an experiment it, that must have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, as opposed to like your Cornish, your, your, your Baldy Pies and all that malarkey. And it went really well and the queues were inside the door and then they shut it and I thought, well, that'll teach them. So, sorry, what was your question? What was the question well, again? What would the improve catering? the food experiences at QPR? Why not have and what would improve prices? And what would improve their... Why not have a taste of the culture of our owners of some Malaysian food? Mm. It'd be nice. Yeah. Ooh. Pad Thai. What would improve it? I, I don't know. It's prices and less, fewer well, queues, less queues. have more deals less queues like they did against Burton. I mean, that was, that was probably the only decent thing at the, the whole, of the whole match was that £3 pint a pint, particularly as I found another voucher on the floor, so I got two pies and two pints for six quid. But if they Did had you a have few... them all four items yourself? Yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Very good. Right. Should we actually talk about the football here? I'm no. not quite enjoying the yeah. food. Because let me do the bits that I need to do. So, um, you can, if you are new to our podcast, you can listen to old episodes at qprpod.co.uk. Follow us on Facebook and uh, do communicate with us on Twitter if you use the social, the microblogging service. Um, you can follow us at qprpod. Finally, many thanks again. We've had the beers bought again this week by Hank Chandler. If you go to our website, click on, I think it's, it's, it's donate to the show. I think there is an option to buy us the beers. So many, many thanks. I think that's a brilliant Hank name, by the way. Chandler. Say it again. Hank Chandler. Many, like many thanks. He, he should be an actor. <laughs> do you think it's Hank Chandler or Hank Chandler? You're asking a dyslexic that question. How did I say on friends? That's two off the list. Uh, bingo. <laughs> Watches. But thank you <laughs> very just, much. Yeah. Thanks for those beers. And um, but you really should be an actor with a name like that. I'm sorry, Hank, but you should be. It's a great name. That's a good beer buying name. Uh, and listen, if you were out there thinking, I'd really like them to talk about my name for 60 seconds next week. Get me pissed in the crown. Buy us the beers. Do you have a better name than Hank Chandler? Do you have a better name than Hank Chandler? If you do, go on our website, click on donate to the podcast or support the show, buy us the beers, which I think is 10 quid, and we will talk and debate your name next week. And if you don't bring any more celiac food into the ground, then Finney will always be (laughs) Hank Marvin. Do you know what name I always remember really well? I like that. But do you know what name I always remember at QPR as being the most ironic of names ever? Was remember the ABC loan, that horrible, disgusting um, loan that QPR took out and got absolutely yeah. mullered on? The guy that did it was a guy called Mike Hunt. <laughs> and that is true. There was a teacher at my school called that. Like, uh, yes. Was, 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 he, was he a nice teacher? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway. He was a Mike Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a Michael Hunt. Right, okay. Um, sh- let's talk about the football then. So two games since we... First of all, Paul, you haven't podded for a, a two, three weeks now. So Must be nice back. for you. Thanks. Two games since we recorded last week and the closing of a, the transfer window slammed shut. Two draws. the last podcast. Mm. Um, Ash. Yo. I mean, you haven't been on for a while, mm. so so let's come to you. Um, <laughs> two away games. Mm. Um, what's your verdict on, on Newcastle and... Blackburn. Well, Newcastle was way better than I thought it would be, especially after the first minute. I thought we were in for another 
six niller after seeing that mm-hmm. from the first minute. Um, it's very QPR to of the last three games to only get something out of Newcastle away <laughs> rather than Burton at home and Blackburn away. So I thought I thought we were, I was really impressed of us against Newcastle. Um, I thought you know after that initial shock and John Joe Shelby scoring, I thought we were the better team for most of the first half. Showed intent, mm. actual creating chances which we've lacked a lot of this season and I was really impressed and then we got the goals and we got the bit of luck at the end obviously with the own goal but I think you create your own luck and I think we did in that game um, unfortunately you, you, that kind of hit us in the backside I suppose on Saturday when the luck went against us and the goal that never was and uh, yeah it was disappointing on that last minute goal but I wasn't at Blackburn but I hear the performance was pretty good apart from the last minute so Paul oh that was just, he's good isn't he we, do, we shouldn't get people he's, on the talk sense. The professional broadcaster. Whoa, I'm going professional. Is five people a quorum? Why not? Yeah. He's, he's the professional broadcaster around the table here. I think it stretches it a bit, though. He does, he does wrestling stuff on talk sport. Right. Don't, I, I was yeah. talking to him about wrestling. Don't get me started yeah. at wrestling. I just, yeah. He's a rose between, between two thorns. <laughs> anyway, going yeah. back to the football. Last time I was on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure grown men enjoy wrestling quite easily. They do, as, yeah. As, as, the as, oil as, that helps. Yeah. Indeed. indeed. Yeah. How was Blackburn? Blackburn was bizarre. I mean, Newcastle, by the way, I thought we did really well. We played really well, but you kind of knew we'd go to Newcastle, get a point, and probably lose to Blackburn, which is what I said to my mate Alan in the car on, on the way there. Um, we didn't deserve to lose because we had a perfectly good goal ruled out. In fact, the guy from Burnley phoned me up and said he saw it going across the line. Um, the, the line. The lines person was ridiculous. The referee was ridiculous. It was just the most stupidest thing since Clint Hills won, if you remember that way back a few years ago. With Clint Hills one, there was kind of an element of doubt yeah. about whether it did cross the line or not. Only if you were, only if you were completely couldn't see anything. Well, in the moment, this ah. one was clear. But Clint Hills, it, yeah, it was well over as well. It was. I mean, this hit the artificial. Anyone that was, oh, you don't need to, I've been to black, but they've got like an artificial strip behind the goal line. I don't know why. One little bit of strip of artificial pitch. I think someone placed a beauty on it when they're not when they're not playing, mm. and it bounced off that. It's this ridiculous decision, and then you, but you kind of unfortunately felt the longer the game went on. They only needed one chance because it was the bizarre thing was their fans were kidding the owners and I don't blame them for that and they were also kidding Owen Cole obviously because of his Burnley connections they don't like him and he's taken them down as they were singing they scored the old cheer and then continued singing Owen Cole's taking us down and hammering them I just can't work out how we've got two defeats and one draw from three games against Blackburn this season they're not a good team whatsoever they're a dreadful team they're so low on confidence. But you know what? I suppose in some respects, we just got to... I mean, on Twitter, there's a, there's, as usual, there's a huge meltdown. And I'm usually part of that, but my phone wasn't working, so it's fine. And you kind of think to yourself, we're I still building... Read, I can't read all that stuff anymore. Just give no, me the I brief ignore it. summary. The thing is, our season's over. Every game is, is an extension. We're in pre-season. Yeah. Yes, we are. And we've got to, he's got to find a balance. He's got to get the right team together. He's got to find his strengths, his weaknesses. And, it's, you know, unfortunately, this is where we are. But I say that, but we could still get. I was drawn just into about it. to say we're saying we're in preseason, when that kind of means we think we're all comfortable. But are we comfortable? Um, I wouldn't say comfortable, but I don't think we're going to go down. We're only six, six off. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a look at the, um, the, the the last few games, and I had us down as getting, I think, uh, eighteen, nineteen points. Which are please don't tell be. me you're predicting. <laughs> that's an early that's early predicted yeah, time yeah. predict that because you would have thought we'll beat Burton yeah, we'll probably lose to Newcastle yeah. and we'll get something from well, I'm factoring the, the QPR-ness into, into all <laughs> have of you? this yeah, that should be the dictionary the QPR-ness put it into the supercomputer um, tell us what you've worked out come on right okay so I reckon we'll I reckon we'll uh, draw with Huddersfield we'll, we'll win away at Birmingham 
We'll win against Wigan. We'll lose at Preston, QPRness. Uh, we will we will draw and get home to Cardiff because of Warnock. Because of Warnock. Uh, yeah. Beat Barnsley, lose to Leeds, beat Rotherham, lose to Derby, draw at Villa, draw at Brighton, lose to Bristol City, draw Wednesday, draw Brentford, win at win against Forest, and lose to Norwich. That's that basically. gives us what nineteen. Um, How many wins is that? Tw- oh, 21 points, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably being over-optimistic there. But mm, so what would that take to about, 50, right? 55? I mean, you need 52. To, that was what Holloway, first time around, 52 was like the holy grail once you get to that. But I think you, you, you probably don't need quite that probably much. Probably need 50. Right? I, I think, just to, I'm not... I'm not um, you can say what you like, mate. No, I, I will. Uh, thank you. I, I think we'll beat everyone good and lose everyone crap. Yeah. We have so many options Well, now. I've got us losing to Bristol City, losing to Preston. I, I, Not the Preston I Preston. think we'll beat Huddersfield on Saturday. It, come explain to me under what circumstances and in what universe you think we'll beat Huddersfield. I hope we'll beat Huddersfield. Mm. Just keep your But on. there's absolutely no we'll logic, be- rhyme or reason in thinking that we will. Uh, Huddersfield have lost one in ten. Does it matter? We've... And then only drawn two in ten. We will beat we'll beat Huddersfield and we'll probably lose to Birmingham who hasn't won, who haven't won a game. Well, yeah, that's oh, bad. Yeah, no, they did. Oh, no, they did. They they did. Yeah, they've ended that. But as I said, the other yeah, week, it's about won, time. Week, oh, that's right. Pleased about because it was going to happen. We'll win two games then. That's fine. We'll beat we'll beat, um, beat Huddersfield and we'll beat um, Birmingham away. But it's about time we um, ended someone else's run rather than the other way around. And when we normally open the doors, we haven't scored in your career. Have two. Lloyd Doyle. Haven't won in twenty games. You know, have three points. So it'd be nice for the boots on the other foot. The, the problem we've got is that we just we're creating a lot more chances than we were, but we're just not putting them away. I mean, Connor Washington very unlucky. He could have had you know his third goal in as many games, uh, and and he's you know I'm really pleased for him because you know he. To be fair to the crowd, they didn't give him any stick. They weren't on his back, but he was, was impressive against Newcastle first half. Yeah. I thought there was, there was a few people around me who, who haven't been impressed by him. I, I kind of went on Twitter in my drunken state after the Newcastle game in the pub and said I wish you give him a chance. But yeah, really I hear fun. you're a, be quite a fan of Washington. I, yeah. I mean, I where's think he, 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 try, he try, <laughs> yeah. He's actually from. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's where he plays. Yeah. Um, he he tries really hard, and on Saturday you can see with with Matt Smith. I can see what Holloway's doing. It's 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 going to be a typical Holloway side. Matt Smith does win a lot on the air, yeah. and that's what he's in for. He's fell, um, he's fell on what, a gallon, isn't he? A little bit. Yeah. What is Ooh. what is feet are like? I'm not so sure. But I tell you what. Sorry. He, what his figures like? What his feet? feet, feet right. If he's a bit of a, a, a okay. wee bit of a crouch, because crouch is a one off. He was. Absolutely brilliant with his feet. People forget that. Um, and I don't know. It, you Good can see what Holloway's trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Good touch for him. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred goals in Premier League, amazing. Am I right? Um, am I right and think? Why am I not impressed with Peter Crouch at thirty-six years old as a centre forward, only having scored a hundred goals in the Premier well, League? He's not a prolific. When Frank Lampard, who retired, scored something like a hundred and seventy goals. Sorry, I know it's QPR because podcast. Because Lampard had a longer stretch yeah. in the Premier League as well. Crouch doesn't start. And Lampard's a one-off. His goal scoring's a one-off for a midfielder. Yeah. You won't see that again. Yeah. He spent many years at Liverpool where he came off the bench a lot as well. Yeah. Mm. Okay, yeah. sorry, Paul. Back to you. <laughs> you threw me there with the Chelsea reference. Yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> um, sorry. Um, yes, he's not. He's not Matt Smith. You were saying he's not. Crouch. P- P- Peter Crouch will be remembered for that best quote ever. What would you be if you were a professional yeah. footballer? Everyone who knows it, I don't need to say it. Yeah. Um, the yeah, I mean, you but, can see but what, what he's doing. What about people who don't know it? <laughs> <laughs> what, what about people who are listening and saying, Paul, what? What? Google it. Yeah. Google it. Um, <laughs> well done. There's a so, 2017 it, answer. So the thing is, you can see what's going on. I mean, you, you can see how he's trying to build a side. And, and we, the only thing is, Perch worries me a wee bit. 
he was flying in on Saturday, and I, I thought he was lucky not to get into serious trouble for a challenge he did on Saturday, which he really flung himself at one of their players. And he he did a few at Newcastle, which were a bit close to the edge mm. as well. So he'll be phased out of the team though eventually. You think so? Yeah, he's not. An, I think he's an option for, that we have at the moment. But I think the team that Ollie's building, I think he'll be. I mean, he's as Chris said earlier, the, the options we have now are ridiculous, especially in midfield. But I think Perch isn't you know someone we're going to rely on going forward. I don't think. Mm, okay. We do seem to be. I think you mentioned Chris possession. We do. See, I looked at the stats of the last few games. Actually, I didn't look at the Newcastle game. But every other game, we're completely dominating possession. The Burton game. I think we had two thirds of the possession to their one third. Mm. On Saturday against Blackburn, I think it was something like more or less sixty mm. percent. We had a lot. We had. Uh, we've had we a lot of possession against chances. Newcastle as well. We're creating a lot more chances. A lot more chances than the opposition. But then against the Reading. Is, Putting it away against Reading, I think they had seventy-eight percent of the possession when we won. So it's true. If we had someone, Charlie Austin in the team now, then I think we'd be winning. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying yeah. we've got the possession and we're creating the chances. Yeah. we're not putting them away. No, but it's encouraging, I think, to see Washington being in the right places. For I mean, you know, he's not he's not scoring twenty yarders, but he's popping up in the right place just to just to nudge it over the line. Um, but I mean, you know, he was never going to score. Be a prolific scorer when you're shoving him out on the left wing or mm. trying to operate mm-hmm. as a front, front, a lone front man with balls coming down with snow on him. Well, Ollie's not afraid to give young players a chance. And Gregor Cox, who's come back mm-hmm. from injury, scored yeah. five in two games for the under yeah. 23. He scored two today, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah and he got a hat trick yeah. in the last game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But what you forget as well about Washington is that he's been on a hell of a journey. I mean, you talk about Vardy and stuff, but Washington has come from Lawn League as well and he's come very quickly through the leagues as well so he's still finding his feet the championship is bloody hard I mean look at the premiership strikers that can't score the championship you know and what about Silla Ooh. I mean, I, I mean is, is he is he injured or not I mean we thought Corker was injured and maybe we'll talk a bit more about that later but um, he's injured somewhere Stephen Corker but he's up here <laughs> yeah, yeah but he um, points to head yeah points but to he, head um, but his strike rate is he's is one in th- he's better than one in three um, uh, I think it's eight in 21 Silla's got this season quite a few of them coming off the bench and I know there's a few distractors and I got a bit of stick on Twitter because I, I thought much as I love Ollie I thought he was wrong to publicly ball him out when he didn't want to come off against Reading although he looked like he was okay with it he did the next game yeah oh Ollie did or no Silla when you he looked, wasn't that much of a looked, strop it mm. wasn't a strop it was someone he, he was just trying to off basically yeah. I, I like players who don't want to come off that's, that's what you want to well, see exactly that's what I, that was my point um, you know and I'm so I'm not having to go because I do I, I love Ollie I think he's great but I just I personally think you shouldn't air your dirty laundry in no. public because some players don't respond to the old teacup uh Style of managing. Some players want the you know proverbial arm around the shoulder, and you know it's a confidence thing. So I, I, I mean, Silla, I don't know what's wrong with Silla. Whether he's he's definitely out, or I, I think, presume he is. I think when you look at QPR over the last year, few years in the Premier League, and that we've had players that run the dressing room. Now we've got a manager who runs a dressing room, yeah. and people are saying that's wrong. So what do we actually want? Then? No, I, d- I don't think there's anything wrong with the manager. I totally agree with that, and I think you know w- w- again what he does behind closed doors is fine. But I, I just personally, I thought. I was a bit when he just sort of when you name and shame players in press conferences, it makes me a bit uneasy. But you know, who's to say I'm right? I mean, no, no, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, we it, there's a balance here because we've had a, a dressing room that's been called toxic, that's bad eggs, everything else. No, Holloway, not you. Mm. Talking about you in general, but on Twitter, it's like everyone hammering Holloway. And I'm thinking it's interesting, you know, because are players too modical these days? Can't they be told something? I mean, he was obviously disappointed in Silla's reaction. Totally, to totally. He should be. T- I mean, Ollie should have said to him, "I don't want you doing that." We you know when he got in the dressing room. Fair but enough. Public, but but mm. I, my only, I just, I just thought maybe it should be, you know, kept in house. That no, that's fair enough. Happy with the business we did in the transfer window. 
I'll let you know in a year. <laughs> <laughs> the no, champions, no, the championship players, which is a, a good thing. I like Threeman. What I've seen of him, he's he's quite a guy. I think he might, although he wears number two, which really annoys me from a squad number purpose. Don't mm. like that. Hate that. <laughs> um, but no, I think I'm pressed for him. I haven't seen enough of Matt Smith to know. He looks like, like, like Paul said, like that kind of tall, you know, holds up the ball type striker. So I haven't, but I haven't seen enough of him. We bought championship players that know the league, so which is an encouraging sign. It was weird to see six was it six new signings we had on the bench, five new signings mm. on the bench on Saturday. So they're going to take time to gel and where everyone fits in. Obviously, only Ollie knows because there's about, so many options. What about the number ten shirt? Is it too yeah. soon for the young lad? Do, do, do we do we think that's too soon for the, to put the pressure on the young lad? Do you have to earn the number ten shirt? Who are we talking who, who's about? Sean Goss has got... Yeah. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, God, it's first touch when he came on to make his debut. He almost gifted Newcastle the game. Um, that's nothing to do with the number 10 shirt, though. Well, it might be. Maybe it's Ooh. the pressure of the number you think, 10 shirt. Eh? You never no. see Roy Wegley. I, don't, I, don't, I think people read... you have to earn that, wouldn't you? I don't know. I think what do you do with him? Do you, do you, do you like... Um, Did semi-retire the number 10 shirt until yeah. someone's good enough to fill it? No, nah, I think people read too much into that. I think, okay. I think, Did Cherry yeah. earn it? I don't think Cherry really earned it. Well, well, I really yeah. shirt numbers. Who was the last proper number the 10 best, then? The best thing about the transfer window... Well, who? Odell? Odell, would, but yeah. even though he, his good season, he didn't wear 10, did he? But yeah. I think when no. he got 10, mm. he was the ideal kind of Well, just give Smithy's number 10 and then you'll have a good one, won't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. But it's always... Uh, Wednesday's goalkeeper wears number two, which is I find bizarre <laughs> as well. Yeah, because he's the second choice goalkeeper, which I kind of logically, that makes sense, but it looks weird. Ooh. Yeah, sorry. Anyway, no, the, the transfer window, listen, championship players in, I would say there's been a change in club structure in, in transfers and that's no bad thing and we will find out next season if they're good. But at least the players that know this league. I mean, mm. what's, what, what is the deal with Yanni? No one ever talked, we never talk about Yanni. Let's talk about Yanni. Yeah, Yanni, Yanni. What do you I mean, what, what, what do we think's the deal with Yanni? Well, all the, remember when we signed him, there was all this on, on YouTube, this, this, yeah. the goals, the, the movement. The, the well, didn't his, fa- his father passed away, yeah, didn't he? I think so. That, that, he was out for a while because of that. And then he, then he came into the side briefly and didn't particularly cover himself in glory, but... Um, but yeah, you're right. It's, I, I think sometimes, again, you're not quite sure where whether, whether players are are injured, whether they're just out of favour, or I, I don't know. Um, I don't know the answer. I, what I was just going to say though was about Val Morrison because a few people say, "Oh yeah, well, you know, why wasn't he given 90 minutes?" And again, I looked it up. I think this is his um, game for three years. Yeah, yeah. first competitive. Uh, game for 286 days when he Whoa. came off came off the bench. Hit the crossbar right. today. Played 90 minutes. Yeah, I heard it from. <laughs> <laughs> that was a real Morrison off. just yeah. popping in. Yeah. Yeah. Played the crossbar challenge. Yeah. That was a bin lid. Uh, hitting the bar sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hit from 30 yards. Apparently. I mean, there's no doubt in his talent. But I mean, you can't. You know, you can't not play for 286 days and then just you know come straight into. Is a that game. is that how long it is exactly? Yeah. I, it's I an interesting note. Yeah, but and how many days before that? He played three he played, three games for yeah. Lazio in two years. But the word no, is a bit more than that. I, th- I mean, of course, I mean, some, he played in the cup against Juventus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was about eight or nine altogether. The best it, thing about this, talent, the best thing about this transfer window is that um, we've got so many options now that the exciting thing is in the summer you have the prospect of just letting players go who you don't want and not having to make too many changes because you've already got so many players. Whereas you know, last three windows have just completely overhauled the squad. Who will leave in the summer? Then do you think? Well, Holloway's got enough time now to just decide which of these players he doesn't he doesn't need. He's got so many he can't keep all of them. Apparently, he had a bid rejected late on for Elphick as well at Villa. That was another one that they almost got over the line. So right, I, yeah. I think defensively we may look in the summer, but I think elsewhere there isn't a lot of 
you know, strikers is always everyone in the division wants a striker. Yeah, I think but what he's going to do once, um, uh, you know, I, I, assuming we do in the next few games, you know, start to pull away a bit from the bottom. I mean, it's given him sort of license to experiment a bit more, which he has been doing extent. And once Easy's fit again, for instance, it'd be interesting to see, you know, what he's like. Mm. He's given given a few more minutes under his belt. Grego Cox as well, bringing him on like the second half of games. If you know, yeah, got, yeah I mean, Tracio is someone I completely well, forgot about, and yeah. He, yeah, I think he's coming back. From, I think he was played today. He again. played today as well. Yeah. Bench. yeah, yeah, yeah. So wing and like Ollie said, we didn't have any wingers when we took over, but now I look and look at the squad. There's quite a few. I know Shapiro's gone out on loan, but there's quite a few wingers now we can play. So mm. what what happened with Kolka? The as far as the loan. I feel like I saw it and then missed it. Did he go? Did he go? Well, I don't know because there's been all this stuff in the in the paper, yeah. hasn't there? About um, something know, in the bar, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, he was arrested, but that was a few weeks ago. He's gone to Russia. Yeah, he has gone. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, to Lokolov Moscow. Yeah. Has it been confirmed? Or we're not well, that's sure. That, you yeah, know, I think it was I confirmed. Know. I think it was on the. I think the club put it on there on on deadline day. So well, okay, fine. So I have in front of me a picture my brother sent me of the 2014-15 first team squad QPR right so that is two one and a half years ago whatever it was no two and a half years ago two seasons ago there are so that's the prim- the first prim- the second Premier League season the start of the second time we got promoted yeah yeah exactly so two or two seasons ago there are 30 people in this picture guess how many are left at the club Two. 30 players and staff. I was going to say two. or two. three. Mm. Yeah, Ooh, I, can't, I, I can't think. Two. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say two. Any guesses who they are? Kulka and Anua. Anua, uh, yeah. Well, Kulka well, is on the out list. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. But he's on, he's on loan, though, Anua. technically. He's still at the club. And, oh, one of the reserve keeper. No, um, Gregor Cox. Was Carl it? Henry. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Carl. Everyone else gone. has gone. I mean, I'll just read you the back line of this photo. Armand Traore, Nico Crankyar, Matt Phillips, Richard Dunn, Rio Ferdinand, Stephen Kolker, Charlie Austin, Neda Manua, uh, and Sandra. Well, we've kept the two best How ones. How did we ever go down with that team? <laughs> <laughs> crazy, right? That Middle row, Adele Tarap, Yunsuk Young, Jordan Much. Jordan Much. Rob Green, Alex for us. McCarthy, <laughs> Leroy Fur, Bobby Zamora, Carl Henry, bottom line, Sean Wright Phillips, Junior Hoylet, Clint Hill, then all the management... Who've gone? Four, Joey Vaughan, Eduardo Vargas, Mauricio Isla. If you look at the Eddie squad Vargas. in two years, I'm pretty sure there'll be more than two who are there now. Has anyone ever worked in a workplace with 30 people, 28 of whom have moved on within two years? You wouldn't get anything done. You no. certainly wouldn't be a good workplace. You wouldn't get you getting any sort of results. How can you possibly it's expect crazy. to get any sort of like consistency, results, positivity when you have that rate of turnover? It's absolutely crazy. I'll probably I'll tweet that later. It's right? done, well, like though, isn't Chris it? said. I mean, hopefully this season because we've got you know we've got this surplus, we are going to get rid of a few more clearly at the end of the season. But hopefully, what Ollie's building now is a nucleus of particularly because we've got so many young players that, like you said, that in two or three years' time there will be more than two people left. Mm. I don't know about Anua. There was rumours that there was bids for him, wasn't mm. there, from Prem teams? Sunderland was, was it? it? Sunderland. It didn't you come to go anything, there. <laughs> It's an interesting one about Anua because there's no question about it. The lad can play, but for some reason his, his confidence is down and he's not endearing himself to the Oz fearful. But, he, you know, and he, he did a couple of mistakes on Saturday, but 
I don't know. Would he would he be better with the the? I know you say the armband doesn't matter, but I just I just think that armband's no, got to his. No, it matters to the player. I mean, yeah. it doesn't. I don't think he'll have it next season anyway. Mm. I think when Ollie's got a preseason, I think he'll give it to someone else anyway. I think Lynch will be captain. Yeah, possibly because he's he, not an Ollie captain, is he? He does like to uh, he does like to shout things about other players. You can hear in the pitch. Isn't it Who? Interesting? Noah. No, Lynch. When he came on the pod, he was mm. very. You know, he, you know. What did you think of his incident at Newcastle where they wanted him to sent off? I, I was, wouldn't have sent him off, but nah. I'm biased as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I think Shelby should have gone, definitely. Oh, yeah, it just annoyed yeah. the hell out of that player. I mean, Mackie was brilliant, wasn't he? Just the way Cap got up to him. Was like, yeah. well, he's another one you could have captain. Is there not more Ollie player than Jamie Mackie? Yeah. No, no, that's <laughs> true. true. He never gives... You know, you actually watch him for 90 minutes. I know we've, we, it's like preaching to the converter, but he's got some bloody engine yeah. on him, hasn't he? I mean, he just... For someone who's been out stops. as exactly. long as he's been out as well. And the injuries he's had, he doesn't care. And I think... That's a great show about the captain's armband, mm. but the trouble is he's too busy running up the pitch before he talks to you. I don't know, but he, you talk about the thing about Washington, will he get goals? I think Washington could be a good finisher, with you, but you've got to supply the strikers. But you never know. I mean, Holloway has a lot of fear for them because he, he said when we did the, the podcast, if you remember, that he mm. had a hell of a lot of fear for them. And Manning is turned into a great player. I mean, he, yeah. on Saturday, he was kicked off the park again. I've no, have you noticed this? Every team mm. is targeting him. To, to try and, and he's, he's, he's a slight lad like myself. He's very skinny, um, yeah. skinny finny. <laughs> yeah, so what? Well, yeah, but he and he takes the punishment and he gets up and he gets on with it and it's it's a breath of fresh air for he. To me, he, you know, if the season started, if he got it in in August, he'd be player of the season. Was he your well, I, I think he'll be young player of the season. I think Easy, Smith, yeah. I think yeah. Smithies will get play, and it's nice to see Smithies recognised. Uh, it was today, today. It came out, doesn't he? Nominated for the uh, London Football League Player of the Year. Bearing in mind, he's up against um, you know Premier League players, and for the goalkeeper of the year as well. Oh, sorry, Championship player of the year and and goalkeeper of the year. Could I say? Uh, no, goal, goalkeepers from all the clubs in London. Um, and to be honest, looking at the, at the list, then he's got a good chance of winning it. Who's he up against? Well, he's against against Hugo Lloris, um, uh, uh, Thibaut Courtois. So was he nominated, or was it was it just all London goalkeepers are nominated? Just London goalkeepers. Yeah, something to do with Bob Wilson set up this this okay. this, this they award penalties. He should win just for the penalty saves. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's someone who might not be here next season. Well, he won't. For, really. for other I mean, let's face reasons, it. I think. I mean, so. he's, he's, he's pledged his future to the club so far, and he seems like, <laughs> we had him on the podcast, he seems like a mm. lovely fella. But he said he doesn't want to leave. In an interview, he said his family are now settled That's right, yeah. in Windsor, and he's quite happy to stay at the club for the next few years. Yeah, right, stop a London can, club calling now. That's what I mean. That's I've what got a funny idea who it will be as well. Yeah, West Ham. there's a certain club that pays a lot of money for very good reserve goalies. Yeah, and want their keeper out, the reserve keeper wants out. So yeah, which would be a shame because that's one thing that annoys about the Premier League. Sorry, Chris, no, but no. is the players that just go and sit in the bench, but they I, I don't fortune. think they stockpile, don't they? Just, is he like that? Some, yeah, some keep, keepers won't do that though. They just want to play football. You, it's hard for a keeper though because there's only league, 92 opportunities for a keeper to play. In the whole league, it's like mm. it's not like strikers or defenders. So there's only there's very few clubs that you can play at, so keepers often have to take their chances when they've got them, and mm. so it's sort of quite easy to look say at like, Matt Ingram. Well, he's a perfectly exactly. adequate goalkeeper. Yeah, he's sitting on the bench all season, and I mean he's good for us because it's a good replacement. But, but the one thing is, if if Smithies does go, it it it's I don't want him to, but it's kind of okay because at least they've sort of 
done it in the right way. Mm. They've bought him for a certain amount. We will sell him for a lot more. There's a succession plan in place. They don't have to then scratch their heads and say, what now? Because Ingram is a fine keeper himself. And that's kind of what we want now for QPR. So how, how long's left on his deal? Does anyone know? I, I mean, about a year and a half. That's what half, I was going to yeah. say. We could do really with getting him signed up, you know, even you know the fact, knowing the fact we're going to sell him. If we can get him I signed think, up to another... I think he, he, he will sign pretty, from the what we've been hearing in the press he will sign pretty soon Les Ferdinand's pretty confident he will and, he, and the work, what he's been saying Smithies is that he's happy to stay here for next year so we don't want another Charlie Austin episode do we no I don't think Slightly we're there saying well the iron's hot yeah. you weren't here Paul but I'll repeat it how first of all Chris I have noticed that you took my stress ball and now you're squeezing it I only I'll took it because there's another one to your uh, right oh yeah there is um, <laughs> did you really say that yes I did <laughs> stressful talking like, about keeping there's, balls. These, there's these balls that we're squeezing and I put mine down <laughs> and Chris nicked it that's what happens when you start um, talking about Smithy's leaving <laughs> yeah exactly it's stressing me out I said it last week but I'll say it again how 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 did we only get 4 million for Charlie Austin with 6 months left on his contract but West Brom got 12 million for Saido Berahino, yeah. with exactly the yeah. same amount of time on Who his contract. Who hasn't played all season. Who hasn't played, served a drug ban, and is not a good, as good a striker as Charlie Your answer is Mark Hughes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Possibly uh, the um, CEO at the time, who was very good. Well, and I guess probably, probably the answer is we were a championship club when mm. we sold Charlie Austin, so we were out of options and we didn't have much Do you know what? I don't situation. even think it was that, David. I just think we just panicked and we... We we had a board that didn't well, a board a CEO that didn't really know what and a manager didn't really care. I think also him back in. Also with West Brom and Sada Berahino, there was like no like love lost between him and West Brom. So they were like, We don't care whether, whether you want to go, we'll just keep you here until we get as much money as we want. Whereas Charlie Austin had done so much for QPR. Mm. And he wanted to go to He that wanted club, to go, yeah. so the club were like, Okay, you've done a lot for us, we'll let you go. Yeah. Talking to Barahino and, and this thing is we are all fans of Mark Hughes, aren't we? So it's awfully nice when he buys a player who might be facing a drug ban for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Slant you, Tony. Uh, right, okay. What else have, have we got to talk about? Um, one thing I wanted to talk about before R's end. We've briefly touched on whether are we in trouble? Are we in danger of going down? Ollie's record, 14, I, as far as I can work out, 14 games... Eight losses. I think I have this right. Eight losses, four wins, two draws. What's the verdict so far? <laughs> well, he had that stretch of games. Was it six the defeats in a row? Mm. Yeah, it's um, kind of skewed with that, isn't you it? Almost, yeah, you you almost have to write them off. I beg your that'll be nine losses then. Yeah, he's lost nine. Sorry, he's lost nine. Nine. Yeah. Why can't we have a manager bones that everyone else? <laughs> we had one game. We had one game. <laughs> yeah. It's been so up and down. It's been quite hard to judge, and the team has changed. Mm. It'll be interesting to know, like whether he's played the start, same starting lineup that what like in two of those games. I don't think he has. Um, but it's going to continue to be a transition period with the amount of new players that have come in. So I don't think you'll get a good idea of the impact he's having really until next season. Yeah, I think it's hard to judge right now, isn't it? It's those those six losses where him getting used to a squad that he didn't know. Yeah. He's got rid of the guys that he feels weren't worth to him, people like Cherry and, and so forth. Now he's got his own team, maybe it's worth looking the next, I don't know, six, seven games and then judging him on that. But like Chris said, I don't think we will know the real Ollie team to at least the end of the season and then once he's had a pre-season to judge. Yeah, and I'd then he'll be moving on in January. Yeah, right? and then of course by yeah by and October then we'll, start again. we'll yeah. have Tony Pulis or someone. Yeah, no, I, I mean I completely concur with that. You can't. I, I think as long as he keeps us up this season, which I think he will do, uh, fingers crossed. Um, 
then next season is you know once he's got the summer out of the way and we've got a few, got rid of a few more and hopefully don't want too many more and don't want to completely flood the squad. But uh, it's amazing the difference though, new, on, on on the internet on, on after the Newcastle game he's being hailed as the Messiah and then he's being called Hollowhead again after Saturday. So it just <laughs> the Hollowhead thing really confuses me. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's not like he's never done anything for QPO in the past. Or Palace, know. or Blackpool. Yeah, I mean, well, they'll just look at our own club yeah. from our own perspective. Mm. It's, it's almost like you bring back Terry Venables, and then after a while they start saying this cat because he loses a few games and stuff. It's like, you, it's got, we have to have faith in somebody at some point, don't we? Yeah, we, no, we have yeah, to. Exactly. And that, I'm not, I mean, you know, I mean, I've had my run-ins with Holloway. I've had, actually, I've had my run-ins with everyone. I've probably had run-ins with myself, but that's not the point. Um, and... I'm taking the perspective is I'm going to give him my full backing, my full support because we have to do it with somebody at some point. We have to come together as one, unify, have unity, and go forward because I'm sick of the frigging fighting and arguing on Twitter all the time. It's we we all want cause half of it. we all want Holloway to do really well, but I think, or do you think that we'd have a structure at the club now where if he does go, it's more about um, the people who are still there, pick you know, deciding who to buy the players and whichever manager comes in after him can work with the same players whereas mm. before it managers yeah, well come in that's exactly how it should have been banging on that for ages you know yeah. find a system that works and then, then, then bring in the staff accordingly and don't change it three months into well, the season I think, he'll, I think he'll be here for a while I mean like I say if he, if he keeps us up which I think is a bit, that's fair enough then unless he has an absolute disaster at the start of next season then I see no reason to and I can't see why the board would want to you know, start again I mean it's just getting ridiculous it's not like they've got previous for that no, no. <laughs> it depends what expectations are what, uh, next summer as well. What yeah, do, what do we think of, the, of QPR? What will we expect us to do next season? Will we be happy a mid-table, a playoff push, even more? So he has to level out. I suppose it depends what happens over the will summer. This, will this be the first season the teams come down and have the mega bucks and the parachute money? Well, well it seems like they've had it already this season. So expectations have to be realistic. Unless mm. we spend that ridiculous money that Newcastle or whatever, Villa... Uh, been spending this season and I'm sure they'll go up again next season with whoever goes down and the clubs who fail to go up then we can't really expect to finish in the top two just no. you know playoff position and we, and we don't I think mm. as I think this is our last year with the parachute money isn't it I think we lose that next year mm. next no, I'm talking about the three teams that come down no no I know you were saying that but, I said, but as, as, in, as well as them having it I think we, we lose whatever we had see that that's, that worries me a lot because that means the board may panic Greatly, because I don't really the teams that come down or have so many more resources. Mm. I guess Leicester will have Mares, Vardy. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's an interesting Trimble, one, Leicester, so. isn't it? Um, Some will have Jolie and Lescott. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, no, Darren Gibson. He'll go to whatever Premier League yeah, team is true, in yeah. danger of going down. <laughs> Whoever David Moyes al- played for before, yeah. yeah. But then there's always a Huddersfield type team. Yeah, there's always a Bournemouth type team. There's always someone who can. Oh. Break the mould. There is a way to beat the mummy, and it's called coaching. Yeah. And yeah. the teams that have good coaches and, consistency. and good managers mm. do well. Huddersfield, good coach, good manager. Bournemouth, good coach, good manager. Brighton, even good mm. coach. So yeah, you, money does help. But I, I, I think now in football generally, particularly in the Premier League, everybody's got so much money. Mm-hmm. In a way, outside the really, really five rich clubs, the money. It just levels everyone out, and then it's down to who's the best coach and who's the best manager. That's why you're seeing Swansea and Hull, who all of us, who were like a few weeks ago, were were down and out, and they've got really good coaches in position, and they're sort of pulling out of it. Do we want some southern teams to come down though? Because I'm, I'm telling you, I'm getting sick of this travelling, Larky. 
I reckon Palace are going. I think Palace are gone. I mean, he's, uh, he's had the stuffing knocked out of him, Allardyce. Yeah, hasn't he's he? not the same. He hasn't he? got the. Oh dear, how sad. Never so mind. It yeah. would be handy. It would be handy. Just, just saying for travel sake. If West Ham Palace can West Ham still go down these? Mm-hmm. No, it's tight. Down they there. won't. It's mm-hmm. tight. It's quite tight. Oh, Leicester. Leicester's not too far. Yeah. Exactly. No. So we trip. We need. We need some small southern teams Chelsea? to come down. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I find that also. Sadly, they have, just, they have just been safe from relegation. This yeah, they'll be all right. It's just so depressing. How are you feeling about that, Paul? Because they are pretty sick. sensational. Sick. What? Sick. They pretty much won the league, haven't they? Chelsea. It's just sick. So almost saying that with it. I can't. I can't see smart, them as. But it's, it's just, a serious as a shade. Can't see them what winning the league. No, I just can't see them as sensational. I just don't enjoy watching them. I don't think they'll be looked upon as a team when, in years to come. Or do you remember when that Chelsea team won the league? They won't. Everyone else hasn't been as good as them. They basically no, no. they've had they've got no European football. They've got the same. Basically, the players stopped playing for Mourinho, which is pretty disgusting. Mm, and yeah. yeah. has up being a classic example of that. For his toys, um, yeah. and as soon as they, they threw their toys out the pram, the new bloke's come in who seems all right. Uh, and he's a good coach, obviously, as well. They've had no distractions in Europe or anywhere else. And to be honest, I don't really care about Chelsea winning the league. I mean, it, they, they are literally in a different league to us. The only thing I care about is when we do play them, that we beat them. I feel like bad saying to people now that my the fa- my favourite team to watch in the Premier League is Spurs. <laughs> but they're really they're really good. No, that's no, okay. No, no, no. Spurs can take that. Yeah, I've always I thought you were going to say Chelsea. Spurs yeah, that would no, surprise yeah. me. Yeah. I've, I've always thought he was going to full of young English players. Have you seen yeah. their uh, in their new stadium? They're going to have the tunnel club where you can look into the tunnel. Yes, um, that'd be interesting at QPR. Talk, talk <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah. Yes. Talk, just briefly, briefly, briefly. We haven't talked about this for at least three podcasts. Um, do we think the training ground's ever going to happen? No. I don't know. Aren't they going through this 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 planning process? They've had the objection in, haven't they? I don't know if that's been heard. We've got to get a Harlington. We have to get a Harlington. It's just got to do something. Find somewhere decent. If if you ever go to Harlington, I don't know if, who I've has been, and who yeah. hasn't been. But if you go, it is it's like a Sunday pub team yeah, where they yeah. might play. I mean, it's just it's a sports a, ground. It's very the pitches are nice. Yeah. The, the grass is nice. Yeah, yeah but yeah. if you if you if you're a parent with decent quality type players and you want to sign for a youth setup, I would say Harlington's not a good structure and we need to re- Holloway will probably talk them around because he's good at that sort of thing and Birch and everything else but they need to make a decision even if, we, even if we rent it somewhere else for a while it doesn't have to be this all singing all dancing thing just get the hell out of Harlington that's eh, just what mm. I think okay I'll end anything you haven't said we haven't talked about we've talked about quite a lot who would like to begin Paul well, I'm just thinking, just quickly. I know we've talked about it, and before uh, uh, we do, uh, what should happen to lines, persons, lines, men, lines, women who make absolute ridiculous cock-ups like Saturday? Should they be demoted to the Irish League for a while, perhaps? I, I always thought this is my th- this has been my theory for years with referees and lines people. It should be that if they make a mistake, or they should, not even if they make a mistake, they should be rotated on a season basis, so we don't know who they. They sure should be qualified to a certain level. And those in the Premier League would then start the following season in League Two, and everyone would just move up. So then, therefore, you get this consist- <laughs> consistently different referees who are all treated at the same level. Because yeah. all I hear is when you're shouting in the Premier League, you're, you're, you're down to the um, the Championship as your punishment, which isn't fair. So, so we get the arseholes. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is the arseholes in the Championship get them in the Irish League <laughs> for a while. Tony, That'll teach him. Tony Pert, his name is by the way, or Pony Tony is. What's now his name? Tony, Tony Pert. Oh, he's no Hank Chandler, is he? <laughs> and the other thing is, do you think certain referees have vendettas against certain clubs? Like, no. Put it out there, Rob Styles. Oh, come on. They should Rob do, Styles but... hated us. 
Hated Rob Steiner, I know that much. I don't think Lee Mason's a massive fan, is he? No. And that, Must have killed him in the playoff final. Uh, Roger Milford. You talk about luck, those two games. Our luck evened itself out. A little bit, yeah, annoyingly. But because yeah. we were, without luck, we would have got lost and got zero points to Newcastle. That's the sound of Harry having a hobnob there. <laughs> um, we would have lost to Newcastle and got zero points. And without luck, bad luck, we would have drawn with Blackburn and got one mm. point. So it kind of evened itself out, didn't it? Nah, no, I want to win every game. <laughs> uh, anyone else got an R's end? No, I have no, no R's end. Compulsory. Oh, yes, I have one R's end. Oh, go on then. <laughs> Don't your, say it like For your that. second R's end, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know we're on the R's end because I, I, I can't hear. I've got this coolie thing and I can't hear anything. And that's why I'm probably shouting more than yeah. I should be. I can't, and is anyone, it about Ryan Manning or Connor Washington? God bless them. <laughs> we like them both, but is it about either of them? They both play for different Irelands, but let's not get complicated know, in the peace process thing. You still you, you, you like Ryan Manning more than like an Englishman, wouldn't you? No, it's anyone in hoops, doesn't matter where they come from. Okay. I, 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 I love Adele Tarrat. As far as I know, he wasn't from Tipperary. So, um, <laughs> you know. Adele Tarrat. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, you know. He might enough. end up playing for them if he's not yeah. careful. Clint Hill yeah. wasn't from Banbridge. You know, so, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm not getting that. Anyway. I, tell you, I, went, I went to Northern Ireland. And what did you I think, David? I really, really liked it. It's a great night out for a weekend, Where by the way. Where did I go? I went somewhere you went, north I of Belfast. Near the near the sea, near the beach, near the coast at the top. A, a country surrounded by sea. I don't know where Bally you mean. Bally Money. Bally Money. Did you I really? Went to Bally Money oh, two really? weeks ago, and you know what? I loved it. It was a lovely, lovely area. Bally Money suits you, as you say. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Well done to everyone, and I mean this seriously. To go to Newcastle, to go to Blackburn with that support, and it was seeing Wig. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Everyone who went, I salute you all. Fucking great support we have sometimes. That's that 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 football league computer needs to be blown up within fixtures. I'm telling you. And then we have got Preston to come. We have got Burma. It's just ah, well done to everyone who went. You are stars. Teams being the same league. It's not a kiss. Why do we have Newcastle away on a Wednesday night? Exactly. Why can't we play them on a Saturday? I mean, it's ridiculous. I was I I could have gone up there in the piss, and because they changed it, I couldn't. Absolute. But it wasn't changed. It was originally there. But absolute shakesters. Chris. Well, funny enough, I was going to say well done to all the fans who made the 560-mile round trip to Newcastle. Um, So I will thank them again. But yeah, no, I mean, you could basically on the TV, all you could hear was the Rangers fans. And I know everyone who's been up to Newcastle, I mean, by the time you've managed to climb all those stairs to the top, you're you're not fit to do anything, Mm. let alone sing for 90 minutes. So yeah, I echo everything that Paul said. And um, also, I I guess just off the top of my head that once again, you know, we've got to be patient this season. I think Paul, you know, been to more way games than me. The fans are starting to mellow a bit more. They look a bit less angsty than they were a while back. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, there wasn't a mad anger on Saturday, and there hasn't been. I mean, Birmingham might be different. I don't. Know. I, I don't think it was. I, see, I'm different. I, the, the, the Jimmy Floyd you football. Certainly are. Thank you. Yeah. The Jimmy. I think it was a football as well as a lot of other. Yeah, things. no, um, absolutely. And, and we had, we had, as I called at the time, we had defeat fatigue, and I know we're still getting beat and anything else. But with, with Holloway and Birchham, we seem to have people there who care for the club, and people yeah. put their faith in that. That's what I mean. I, I, I'm getting the sense, really, that people are sort of, you know, despite all the outpourings on Twitter, and we know what goes on on there, very fickle, etc., etc. But I think people are prepared to give Holloway and Birchham a bit of time, you know. So I think, yeah, get yeah. to the end of the season, stay up, and then see what next season brings. And if you don't win the Champions League in three years, get them out. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, do you have a um, I need two little things um i hate the third kit 
Um, I, oh, oh, me too. It's one of the worst. I, I, I should say you are a kit. Yeah, expert, I, you know, kit I do fan. love. I love, you love your kit, and I love what Dry World have done with the home kit. I adore the away kit, even I mean, though it's completely redundant to wear because it's just pretty much the same colours. The duck blue one, yeah, duck egg blue. Yeah, lovely. it's a lovely kit, but it's we've never have we won it once. The duck eggs blue. Yeah, they are. Yeah, do you know hence cat, the do, phrase. Duck do you know what cat love? They can be sorry. white as well. Do you know what cat love to bring back ash? Do you remember that nineties kit? The, You're in my ear now, Paul. So yeah, with a red color. Oh we, yeah, we came against Compact. Like we, yeah. Lost, we lost four-one. Les Ferdinand scored an absolute screamer. Yeah. I love that kit. Yeah, it's just I hate Intent. the burgundy and yellow. It's just yeah. not two and colors. They're not, they're not hoops. Yeah. They're just, it's just they're a little... very hot. And we wear it every every away game and a lot on the TV. We've been away a lot on the TV. I know, yeah. It's that horrible kit. I'm totally so with you on that. Just want to say yeah. thank you, Dry World. I know we've got Era next season, which I'm quite happy about because no, I know they've gone and Era's done some great retro oh, stuff for Nor- Well, Norwich is away kit this season. I love very nineties, very retro, and they're very bespoke, which I love. Hate templated kits. Well, that's good. That's good. So we no, we when don't want to be a kid. Norwich didn't ever need an away kit. They, Neither well, they did third, Wolves. They've got a third kit this year. Neither so. did Wolves. No. These teams didn't need an away kit. Because they never played a well, team well, in yellow. Technically, we don't Cambridge need a third kit. Okay, fine. <laughs> then that's well, no, it. You can say Watford. Yeah. You, Watford. you can say yeah, Watford. But very, yeah. very rarely. For Norwich, you would Norwich do say not under Hitchin. any ever, ever, ever need a third kit. If they play Watford. ever, only if they play Hitchin. Hitchin. Yeah. If Norwich play Hitchin, I give that. one. We don't really need a third kit because we could have Dennis <laughs> no the Menace. No team needs a third. Really, but no, so yeah, that would say it's all about. They managed for a good hundred years in football without a third yeah. kit. I love them because they're always crazy, apart from ours. And the only other thing I want to say, cheap plug. Um, there's an interview with Massimo Longo in the new Kick magazine. So, can, can I put one last shout out to the listeners, please? The <laughs> <laughs> they've stopped listening now, Paul. <laughs> what I want to know two. two that was my head hitting the mic. I just want to know from my history. Why we dropped the apostrophe, and why we dropped the Hammersmith badge? Can anyone fill me in? I'd be greatly appreciated. You say that every other week, though. We, I know the badge. We dropped that to be create our own identity away from Hammersmith. I know that. That's a fact. We wanted our own identity, our own football club. The apostrophe mm. is, of course, the journalists in the room can can tell me if I'm wrong. It's it's grammatically correct to have the apostrophe, yeah. but it, I think it was dropped. Because it just looks, it looks better ugly yeah. without it. It was Ron Phillips, actually. But I want to know why he dropped it. Is it anyway, and the other thing is, is that Phillips with an apostrophe. <laughs> Can we? I think you, uh, Chris, do you have an answer? Uh, I actually don't. Um, it's optional. I did, but I just forgot. I'm choosing not to have one. Um, I'm choosing not to have one. Uh, no, I don't have one. But I was also I was at the boxing on Saturday, and um, I spotted in the distance, in one of the front rows, uh, Chris Ramsey. Watching on, oh, so yeah, nice. good to see him this down is there. The Eubank fight. It was the Eubank fight. Yeah, I think it was with one of QPR's um, fitness coaches, Troy Bantleman. Um, that's Troy Bantam. That's a good I'd name. love that for a boxer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's no Hank Chandler. Come on. <laughs> that's what we need. We need a, a QPR boxer. That's what we need. In a Hall of Fame. And well, we've got Mark Bertram on a touchline, and we've got. Um, well, Lee world champion Lee Cook's cousin James, James Gale. Gale yeah but sometimes he's Arsenal as well yeah. he's, right. yeah. he's Arsenal isn't he he's, yeah. he's, he's his cousins with Lee Cook and he's not right. I think he's just yeah alright uh, predictions for Huddersfield 1-0 oh. to who <laughs> uh, Paul I like what you just did there yeah um, I think we'll win 2-1 you don't really <laughs> I don't, I don't yes, like I do. I don't ask me. I don't like to predict us to lose, so yeah, I'll go with a draw. I'll go for a boring nil-nil. Can I just you say that? that just <laughs> can I just say I was here last Tuesday and I said uh, we'd draw two-two Newcastle. Um, did you? Yeah. Oh, you did. I heard that. Yeah. Did yeah. You know, yeah. No, I didn't because you know uh, oh, no, I should have backed up really. 
probably around 16 to 1, I reckon. Um, so I am going to go for 2 1 this weekend. Right, to QPR. To, to QPR. QPR. To QPR. QPR. I don't think we'll win, so I'll go for 1 1. Um, right. That's See, it. Can I just do this favoritism again? I say 2 1 to QPR. You say, you don't really mean that. He says 2 yeah, 1. I'm on a one game winning like streak. Yeah. <laughs> oh, at least you're honest. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, this has been the QPR podcast. We will be back uh, next week. This has been Open All Else. QPR. QPR.